I spent the last week thinking about why we hurt, why we let our cluster B get to us, directly to our soul. Why do we bleed inside? Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. Well, I did some thinking over this last week since my last podcast, and you know, I had an incident yesterday with my wife, and, and, and this is me. This is not my wife. My wife came home from work, and she tends to be very distant, very evasive from me physically. She keeps her social distance, even though we don't need to do that anymore necessarily with the pandemic and, you know, vaccinations, et cetera. But nonetheless, you kind of feel this sort of evasiveness. She doesn't really want to have contact with me. She doesn't want to have any physical contact with me. And I know this and I understand this and I get it. But yesterday, for some reason, I've, you know, I've hit metal now in dealing with her. And she was wandering around getting ready to go out and do some gardening. And there were many opportunities that we had to kind of connect physically, just a quick kiss, a quick, quick kiss, hello, a little affection. And she could care less. She was going about her business. And as she continued to go about her business, I became more and more angry, more and more frustrated with the situation. And I stormed off. She was completely oblivious. She had no idea. And I had to kind of calm myself down because this was me storming off. This was me reacting to something my wife does every day. And that's being completely thoughtless, not thinking about my needs or wants or desires, not taking a moment to try to create a relationship, trying to be affectionate, trying to be perhaps intimate, which is all very difficult for a cluster B, even for somebody who has borderline or somebody who's a narcissist. This is something that they use affection, sex. It's all used as a weapon. It's all used as a way to draw you in, to breadcrumb you, to make you kind of remember who they were and kind of keep you in the fold. But with my wife, she is essentially discarded and detached from me. This is not important to her anymore. This is one of the main fundamental reasons that she no longer resides in the master bedroom. This way, she doesn't have to be subjected to being touched. She doesn't have to be close. She has remarked on this several times about if she were to have a personal relationship with me. What does that mean? So why do we continue to react to their behaviors? Why do we continue to hurt? Why do we continue to bleed? And that's what I was thinking about. I was just like, what's going on here? Why am I getting upset? Why do we spend so much time going online and looking, trying to understand you know, there, it's just the way, the way we are. Why do we do that? So it comes down to that. I have to understand that some people like my wife never really grow. They never learn. They never recognize their mistakes. They don't learn a lesson in life. They never acknowledge their faults. And they never admit that they were in the wrong. I will never receive an apology from my wife. And I will never see her behavior change. So knowing all of that, 
I ask you to think about why do you hurt? When your borderline explodes, when your borderline becomes the emotional weather vane, when the emotional sandcastle is washed away that you spent time building up, why do you hurt? Why do you feel bad? Because it's a cycle and that cycle repeats itself. It's the wash, rinse, repeat that I talk about. It's the play that always has the same ending. Nothing ever changes in their world and you can't change them. So I had to take a step back. I had to correct myself because it starts with you. What was my expectation? That my wife was going to lean in and give me a passionate kiss? Well, that was my expectation. Maybe not the passionate kiss, but just an acknowledgement kiss, maybe a breadcrumb. And I got nothing. And she was going about her day. And if I had stopped her and said, oh my God, I can't believe you just did that. My wife would have a bewildered look in her eye, like a deer in headlights, because in her mind and in her world, she did absolutely nothing wrong. It was me that was hypersensitive. It was me that harbored that expectation. And you need to look at that from yourself, from your perspective on how you deal with your cluster B. Are we expecting too much? And I think we are. This is one of the reasons why we listen to these podcasts. This is one of the reasons why we're online trying to digest as much information so that maybe we find some, some epiphany on how to deal with these people, but understand that nothing is going to change on their part. It has to change on yours. So I had to kind of dial myself back. I was, I was very angry. I was hurt. I was offended, but why again, If I had taken this up with my wife, if I had communicated this to her, she would not have understood where I was coming from. She would have probably gotten into an argument with me. What's my problem? And in this case, she is right. I have to step back and I have to say, why did I expect something out of nothing or from nothing? And you have to ask yourself that same question. When you go through those circular conversations, when you go through the word salad with them, when nothing is ever resolved, when an apology is never really sincerely given, you have to understand that either you take what you get or you don't, and then you have to make plans on how you move forward in your life. So yesterday I slipped, I relapsed. And I find myself sometimes doing that and I catch myself. That's the difference. Now I do catch myself and I ask myself, why am I doing what I'm doing when I know what the outcome is going to be? We went to a baseball game for mother's day. We were there with our family. And when my wife sat down in her seat next to me, she ta- she started taking selfies with our daughter and granddaughter. I was not included. Now, is my wife doing that? Is she doing that in a vindictive manner? I don't know. But again, I found myself just sitting there saying, why am I getting myself or why am I noticing something and getting myself wrapped up in this? Why? Because if I had said to her, you know, I can't understand why I'm not included in those pictures. Aren't I somebody in your life? Well, the reaction or the response would not be something I'd like to hear. 
It's just those little things that remind you of where you are and what status you have in their lives. And frequently all you are is just somebody to be there to take on their burden, to share their demons and to be sort of a punching bag for lack of a better term. That's all you really are. And that's why I've said in past podcasts, you do have to circle back with yourself and you have to look into the future and you have to decide whether this is something that you wish to continue. Can you see yourself five months from now, five years from now, 15 years from now? Can you surrender yourself to their cause, whatever it may be, knowing full well that all you will be is cannon fodder in their emotional war with themselves. That's all you are. Don't think for a minute that you can change them. And don't think for a minute that they're going to go back to who they were when they were bringing you in to their emotional orbit. Because chances are they're not going to go back. They won't. And that's something you have to accept. It's something I have to accept. And I do accept it. But I am human. And there are moments, like yesterday, and at that baseball game on Sunday, that I realize how little I mean to my wife. I don't rank. And yeah, if somebody else came along, she would put a lot of effort at her own admission into showing that person, well, kind of showcasing to that person, somebody who she really isn't. And maybe that person would see through it, or maybe that person would buy into it, much like I did. It's a hard thing for us to accept. And yes, you know, it's almost like a wound that they leave that keeps opening up. That wound being, I know that they were really great person a long time ago, but folks, they, they weren't. What I'm trying to tell you is that that was, that was a mirage. They were just trying to be somebody that they thought you wanted them to be. And they can't keep that act up forever because the person you want them to be is the person that they aren't. You know, we all want love. We all want to feel Held. We all want to be important in somebody else's life. We all have an idea of a partnership that involves intimacy and understanding and a 50-50 type of thing. Well, nothing's ever 50-50, but at least that there's some reciprocal symbiotic relationship that you can have. But unfortunately with these people, that's not possible because you're just a pawn in their game. And eventually, it's a game that you're going to lose unless, of course, you decide to turn the other cheek. And for me now, where I am personally, is turning that other cheek is not possible. I've turned it too many times. I don't have a cheek left to turn. And so that's why I share with you this podcast, my thoughts, my beliefs, whether you agree with them or not. And I'm always open to hearing your thoughts and your beliefs at my inner torch at gmail.com. 
New episodes uploaded every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are all in a battle for our own psyche. And unfortunately, I wish I could tell you that that battle will be won. It's only won when you realize your own self-worth. And that doesn't mean that you become a narcissist, but that you realize that you have value and that you shouldn't be treated in the manner in which you are. Because otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. And I wouldn't be telling you my story. Be well, and in whatever you do, be good. This has been my Inner Torch. <laughs>